Hello again, and welcome to episode 182, take four. So we're going to try this one more time and see if this sticks. Now, thanks for coming back on the, on the podcast, Ben. Talk some murder tonight, hopefully. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. Now, I'll recap what we've for doing two murders from South, well, one from Georgia and one from South Africa. You're doing like a Trump uh, execution five thing, whatever. We'll try. We'll we'll get around to that. Hopefully, get to that part here. So we'll just go start with mine again. Um, Tomato Patch Murders, um, 1997, in Ludwiki, Georgia. Population is 1600. Um, so Ben, what you and uh, about what might happen in a small town in the south. I think it might happen here. Well, I, I only know stereotypes, so uh, possibly corrupt cops and incest? <laughs> Definitely happened. You're almost right on this. Oh, my God. You're so good. All right. Well, yeah. We've heard a lot, of, a lot of these things before, so, yeah, it could happen here. Uh, we'll see what happens here. Uh, so we have a 64-year-old man named Thurmond Martin, remember that name, mm, was, okay. in with, was in cahoots with the sheriff who owns the town politically, actually. So he's pretty much like a Barney, Barney Fife type of a thing or whatever the, whatever it was in Mayberry. Um, now, are you still there with me? Well, Ben, are you still there? fuck's sakes hello ben oh my goodness all right well um so like we've had in the past couple recordings trying tonight um we're losing some audio somewhere i'm not sure what the issue is but um if it comes back on great if not we will try and record on sunday right yeah it's, it's yeah it still says i'm recording Okay, I'm, I'm still here, so um, we'll see what happens with the audio. I'm not sure why it keeps going in and out on the audio there. Um, so let's see here. All right, so um, so Thurman, this old man, he was a very violent at times and ran his grandkids' lives and wanted them to tremble in his presence. So this guy's a heck of a guy here. Now, Billy Crowder. One of the grandkids called the police to say his grandma, not grandpa, but grandma, went missing in May of 1997. Just did not suspect foul play. Your thoughts on this once again? <laughs> I asked you earlier, but go ahead. Um, I, well, I'm I'm suspecting the uh, violent violent grandpa. Have you told me the thing about him molesting his daughter yes. yet? Well, that's coming. I know that. That's how far we got earlier. It's- Oh, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. I think right about okay. now, actually. A couple more things here. But three days three days later, though, police came back to the house. The kids were throwing a little apart. And, but three weeks later, no sign of grandpa now. Wait. Or grandma, sorry. Or grandma, sorry. Grandma. That's fine. Uh, that, as, a, as, a, as a typo on my part. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember I, you reading that I, typo I, last time. I think yeah, I think it might be a grandma, not pa. So I don't know if okay, well, yeah, if grandpa's missing, then we're out of suspects. <laughs> That's true. Well, um, then I would suspect the evil the sheriff. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure it sounds complicated. Really, this is a complex story. It has 
twists and turns along the way. I'm just waiting to find out where the tomato patch fits in. I'm guessing they find a body there. We'll we'll see. We will, Maybe we will, we will definitely find out. It's kind of dumb, actually, but yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Thurman's daughter comes to play to police, stating that okay. her father, the, the old man, you know, the old man, had raped her and mm-hmm. led to speculation of family being responsible for the miss for the missing grandma your thoughts so far right now on this well i don't totally see the connection yeah it's like grandpa is a rapist and oh but so he gets rid of grandma because ah, okay well yeah complicated like i said right those families in the south are like very complex I, I guess beast. I guess I don't. I'm not. But you know what I'm saying. Nothing should ever be that complex. No, <laughs> but they do. I'm not sure. But uh, 17 year old Jason Jordan, a friend of Billy Crowder, who's the grand the grandson of Thurman and all that, told his brother mm-hmm. he witnessed a murder. Okay. But what murder did Is he this... witness? Hmm. Yes. What's well, got to be Grandma? Let's let's find out. Um, so Jason Jordan took a polygraph test and said that he helped Crowder in the murder, said that everyone in the family were involved in the murder. So actually, not misspeak earlier. It was grandpa is now missing. Oh, really? So let's, yeah, yeah. So, so grandma and grandpa are missing. Okay. Both are missing. But Grandpa's been missing for three weeks now. For three weeks. So let's get that straight so everyone's on the same page now. She disappeared earlier. All right. Yes, and now he's missing too. I wonder where he can be. Oh, my goodness. Let's find out. We have have an inkling where he might be. They wander off. I don't know. Yeah. Um, And on the polygraph, Jason, the friend of uh, Billy Crowder, um, he says, took a polygraph test for the police and helped Crowder in the murder and he said that everyone in the family was were involved in the murder so i mean it's like a family affair let's kill the grandparents you know but, yeah yeah so it's like your little friends in on it you're like hey bud like um hey sis what's up oh let's murder our, our grandparents why not oh how many children are there by the way um there's just two two kids two kids and uh and the grandpa and grandma it's, okay. It's also an uncle to come up with. It's also an uncle to come up with as well. Also, oh, I'm You'll sure. See, okay. <laughs> the uncle is coming into play pretty soon. Now, Billy, to everyone's shock and dismay, failed the polygraph test, um, and he said he did not kill him with no rifle, which police never mentioned a weapon. So he gave himself up by accident. The the classic. Showing that you know more than you're supposed to know, right? That's like, like on every like crime, like confession, like they will say something that that wasn't actually mentioned. That means like they that that means the cops know because you're saying deals deals that weren't even even offered up. Sure, yeah, that's why they withhold some information from the press. Exactly. Now. At this point, uh, both boys, Jason and Billy, shot Grandpa 
with a 22 rifle while he was sleeping in his in his in his bed. Mm. So it's like that's cold blooded murder. Oh, I don't know. Isn't that how you want to go in your sleep? Yeah, I guess. Well, well, maybe my natural causes, but man, not by a gunshot. But yeah, mm. I don't know. <laughs> that take... doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> doesn't sound too bad. I I dig it. Um, now, uh, July '97, Billy's Billy Jason, Billy Jason, and Billy's stepfather. Sorry, sorry, step. Sorry, it wasn't his uncle's step, stepfather. Um, my apologies. Uh, you know, with all this Georgian incest and all and yeah. all this crap, you, I don't even know if there's any point of trying to keep it all straight. <laughs> That's true. That's... Grandpa, grandpa and grandma are are dead, and yeah. one kid didn't kill him with no rifle. Exactly. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the important takeaway so far. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Now, uh, John Stanton in um, indicted, uh, indicated for the murder. So John Stanton was the stepfather. So Billy, Billy Jason and Billy's stepfather are now indicted for murder. So they mm. all, so all three were part of this thing. Now mm. a psychologist comes into play and was hired and interviewed all members of the family and all reported abuse from the grandfather. That is so remarkable, so shocking that happened. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm at this point, I'm not shocked, <laughs> but uh, I've, I've heard it a few times already, but yeah. I want to know. And so is, is grandpa the one that got shot in, in the sleep at the 22? Absolutely. Or was yeah. that grandma? Grand, okay. Grand, grandpa, yeah, grandpa. You know what happened to Grandma yet? I'm guessing. I'm guessing that was my typo. I'm guessing. Oh, is Grandma I'm, still? I'm, right I'm, now? I'm sorry. No, no, sorry. Grandma is still. She's not. She's still gone. Yeah, she's still missing. Grandma is still missing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's gone. And so at this point, we're we're looking at a justifiable justifiable homicide right now, as of right now. Now. Well, yeah. I might feel that way. I doubt the law would. I thought the law was down there anyway in Georgia. Um, but on May 18th, 97, um, was waxing his, his grandpa's car one day, the wrong, and he, he used the wrong, uh, I hope that's not a euphemism. Yeah. I just up a word here, so I'm, I apologize. Um, this mainly makes a lot of sense here. Um, so I don't want to, I said he used the wrong was, I'm not sure. Maybe the wrong wash. So he got yeah the wrong the wrong washing wrong. stuff they washed the car with yeah. Um, so he got a beating that night. The three family members killed him in his sleep. So that I, I, I came back. That's what that was all about. There. This is revenge car waxing. Yeah. No, I guess the beating was revenge over a car waxing, and then the killing was revenge over the beating. Yep, pretty much. Yep. Mm, and, yeah, definitely painting a picture. <laughs> Um, and then um, after Billy put two bullets in Thurman's head, his stepfather, Jason, uh, John, agreed to shoot him. Jason said, no, sir. Well, he just said, but that, that's what I put down in my notes. He said, no, no, thank you. Um, now, he took him outside, buried him in the front yard. Mm. Um, now, where... Wait, did... Yeah, they, just, they didn't. They didn't bother to, to like go somewhere else to bury the body. It's like we gotta get rid of the body. front yard. 
yeah, as I was saying, this mm. family is not too bright. Now, I guess maybe the incest to blame, possibly. Well, here now you're saying where, exactly, and you're saying Georgia. where is the sister in this whole thing? Well, here she is. Uh, uh. Here she is, Billy's sister, Katie, and mom, Diane. Uh, mm. Names very important in this story, I guess. But uh, they learned of the, they learned quote learned quotes of the murder the following morning. Mm. And they helped clean up the house with bleach and such. Like, oh, let's clean up some blood. That's yeah, that's okay, no problem. Let's just clean it up. Right. Nothing to see here. It won't work. It will not. What makes you say it won't work? <laughs> oh God, damn. All right. Uh, Billy and Jason went and found a. What's that? Oh well, you got a little louder there, but it means oh. I can hear you better. So. Oh okay. I was just saying. I was just asking you, like, why do you think it would not work? The bleach and all this stuff here. Uh, well, they just don't sound like very clean people in general, so I doubt they're going to be able to really. Plus, you know, it, you can't really. They got the luminol, and this is yeah, ninety-seven yeah. luminol. Yeah, yeah. But and plus, apparently, the this grandpa is friends with the uh, the evil sheriff that runs the place, so he's going to be, you know, this time is personal. He's he's not going to rest mm-hmm. until he finds people exactly. that killed his friend. Exactly. Um, now, Billy and Jason went and found a tomato patch, mm. and and put it in. Put it where? In the front yard. And hmm. where the body was buried only 50 feet from the house. Just lazy. Your thoughts here. I mean. Uh, well, I guess my only thought is uh, our, our local Spokane serial killer also buried a body in his front yard. Or maybe it was the backyard, but. That's so stupid. Well. Yeah, and I'm going to blame laziness here. No. You can't no? Take stupid, you know? That's what I, that's what I say, man. Um, now, Jason Billy was found guilty for Thurmond Martin. The jury took 18 minutes to life in prison. Shocker there. Now, Katie and Diane, so the mother and daughter, um, who concealed or concealed or tried to conceal the uh, murder got suspicions and probation. Now, July of 1998, Jason, the stepfather, and Billy Crowder, the trial starts. Are you still there with me? Hello, Ben. All right. Well, I think the audio went out again, so I'll just keep that back or not. But so, as I was saying, so July 98, the trial starts. Right. Hello, Ben? Yep, I'm here. Here. All right. So I, I was just saying that Katie and Diane, mom, mom and daughter, um, concealed, the, concealed the murder, um, got suspended jail sentences, and got probation for their time in the murder. That's that pretty day. good for getting convicted of being part of a murder murder yeah so then uh july 98 john stanton the stepfather of billy mm-hmm. and billy crowder 
the trial now starts for them. Um, the defense claims Billy had a battered person syndrome, so he had no choice but to his grandpa. Your thoughts on that defense? Well, it kind of worked for uh, was it Centoya Jackson? She just yeah. got from jail. Yeah. For doing something pretty similar. Uh, right. How many people were involved with murder? There's the the two women and then these two guys. That's four. Yeah, it was uh, the two kid, two teenagers, um, the stepfather, and then that killed, and then they had the mom and, and sister covered up. Hmm. Well, not very well. No, well, they they tried, but the bleed, they tried but... to. Yeah, they tried. To, they did not succeed. Um, now, armed robbery comes into play. What? So when he, uh, Billy. Crowder, that is, um, took $600 out of the granddaddy's wallet. Oh, uh, granddaddy. Really, yes. 600 in his wallet. Well. So he told police this. He took <clears throat> the money. So six hours of deliberation found John Scampton guilty. Life in prison. That's the step uh, father. <clears throat> um, Billy Crowder, get this. Guilty. Manslaughter, um, but guilty of armed robbery. Mm. So he gets five years for manslaughter, but life for armed robbery. So I don't he, know. That doesn't yeah, sound that's, because I mean, I mean the guy's already dead. So yeah, really armed robbery. I think it's just stealing. That is, that's pushing it. I think. I mean, yeah, threatening him with it because the guy's already right. dead. I, exactly. I think not a deal. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. The whole thing. Is this? Did this oh, did he get molested or was that the grandkids? Um, I'll get, that was the grand. That was the, just everyone got molested. It was a family affair. They all got. They all they all went around and got it. Their their stuff. Um, from okay. the mom, grandma too. Actually, did that to them too. Actually, Amazing. And by the way. Grandma was never found, so that's something else to say. That's yeah, nice. and and she she got presumably murdered what a, a week or two before Grandpa. Yep, yep, yeah. So hmm. it's just I'm just saying it might be like justifiable that he's got life in prison though because he might kill his grandma too. So I don't I don't know. So all these but, people are getting suspended sentences and and sentences but no one cops to what happened to grand grandmother exactly um and also nine of the nine of the 12 jurors petitioned the judge to reduce the sentence for armed robbery they and then it was declined if they and they declined if they knew how severe penalty was going to be for armed robbery they would have voted not guilty for armed robbery yeah and then post-trial, the town went to normal, and the residence is still vacant to this day. And Jason Jordan said he only went with it because he was getting death threats from Billy and John. Hmm. And, and finally, June 2002, John Stanton died of bone cancer in a Georgia jail. So there you have it. That is the 
tomato patch murder. I guess. Do tomatoes still grow in that vacant patch? I would assume not. No one's no one is trying to grow it. I guess. Well, he did. Yeah. Just want to get your thoughts on that whole ordeal there. How that whole thing there? Well, I continue to plan to never go to Georgia, and (laughs) it's just like I imagined. (laughs) Absolutely. I can't believe no one, no one, no one talked about Grandma. I know, like, where's Grandma? Yeah, because it was part. It's like maybe like five minutes or something. They go, nothing, nothing is said about Grandma at all. So it's like she's just like gone in thin air, you know? Who knows? I don't know. Now let's let's hear what you have to say about the uh, Trump Five or the Mark Five. Well, I was trying to think of a cute name, like. Yeah. Bars, bloody, beastly, something alliterative. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> right. So these five guys on federal death row are going to be executed, which doesn't seem like it would be news because they're on death row. Of course, they're going to be executed. But no, not right. really. There was a 13-year or so moratorium on the death penalty after I think the last, last person executed was Timothy McVeigh. Do you remember him? Oh. Wow, that's a long time ago. Uh, yeah, it was. I think 2003. Anyway, yeah. so you know they kind of left off on a high note, but <laughs> uh, I guess there was a, a, a botched execution or something with their three part three part drug cocktail that they give people oh, and right, yeah, uh, some people out. So they just put a halt to the whole thing. And there but there's only 63 people on federal death row, which is. Mm. Not that many, really. It's most most right. people are in one of the state death rows, right? But anyway, so you know, uh, the, the the Trump is the president, and he's mm-hmm. pretty cool with the idea of these guys getting getting their execution on. And right. Barr is Barr felt the same, and he talked to someone, and basically they picked these these five of yeah. all the, the potential. Uh, nominees uh, all of their appeals have been exhausted so they're, they're pretty much good wow. to go here they're all scheduled for sometime in December to January mm. so I'm just going to do a quick rundown of uh, their names and their crimes just because okay. well it seemed like it was kind of big news but I guess there's no no Russian connection so people <laughs> like yeah, whatever just one more thing right <laughs> you know true crime community cares deeply about the death penalty and yeah uh, it just seemed like a thing absolutely i'm kind of curious about it too i want to know what kind of people actually end up on death row i mean i got some idea but all right number one (laughs) lewis lee okay and you might have actually seen something connected to this guy because he, he was up in Washington for a while. Do you remember years back there was police cam footage from a car of a, a shooting? Yeah. Uh, mm, this was the one where there's like a struggle and and then the guy runs off screen right and the cop shoots oh, at yeah. blank range and yep. incredibly misses. Yep. You do remember that? Okay, I, do. I remember they showed 
I do. Yes. That... Yeah. In Washington, it must have been local. I think. I think so. Yeah. I think it's Washington or Idaho. Yeah. One of the two. Okay. So that was two guys getting arrested, and yeah. two brothers, and they are they were partners with this guy Daniel Lee Lewis. Okay. And they all had their their various interactions and goings ons. But the reason Daniel Lewis they're they they're also in jail now, I believe. I can't remember the guy's name. It was yeah, Cody something. <laughs> Daniel Lewis Lee is murdered a family of three, including an eight year old girl. By the way, that's kind of a oh a, fuck a theme. Yeah, these uh, five five that are scheduled for execution. They all killed kids. Oh, I mean, I think they. Jeez. Yeah, they had their pick of of who to do for the, right. for these five and you know they went with the I guess would be the safest bet for oh for that, sure the public would be happy to see executed so yeah they, yeah they killed this family of three to steal mm. the I guess family gun collection they were yeah. going to a gun show and yeah he, he stole his gun collection to help fund his mission which is something to do with he's a member of a, a, a white supremacist group. Oh, of course. Right. <laughs> they're, they're planning to do whatever. But yeah. they cover their heads with plastic bags, seal the bags with duct tape, weigh down each victim. Oh. Got hmm. it with a stun gun first. Oh, a stun gun first. Okay. <laughs> it would have been really better if it was a regular gun since the whole... Right. Yeah. And then weighing down into a yeah. So May fourth, and jury convicts. <laughs> oh, there's some racketeering and uh, probably a shitload of other stuff, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So he's scheduled to go on December 9th, two thousand nineteen. Mark your calendar, and he does quite a character i just thought saw a brief there's not a i mean i'm research but it didn't seem like there was very much about these guys i saw one little video clip of him being led around by the police and he does look like quite a character with his mutton chops (laughs) some kind of tattoo with three arms on his neck and oh wow classic guy too huh Expressive. Well, no, not classic. It's uh, you know, it's... yeah. So, yeah, that's his deal. I mean, I'm yeah. sure he probably has a lot to say. Yeah. Oh, holy cow! That got loud. But hmm. so, anyway, he'll be gone December 9th. Like I said, all their appeals are used awesome. up. Yeah, and then next there's Lesbian Mitchell. Hmm. Couldn't even, but yeah, he's convicted. Of he, he, sixty-three hmm. year old death, and then wow. for whatever reason, he forced the grandmother's nine-year-old granddaughter to sit beside grandma's dead body while they this guy traveled to uh, his reservation. Well, he, 
took it well. Uh, he, uh, he's a Native American guy, and there's oh, okay. a reservation in the story. But the point is, 30 to, 4, 30 to 40 mile car ride with grandma and the granddaughter beside her. And then, I don't know, what do you want? Just someone to talk to? It's it's very yeah. strange. The jury didn't like it. Anyway, when, when he got to wherever he was going, he slit the girl's throat. Oh, God. And crushed her head with a rock. Mm. Multiple rocks. And then cut off heads and hands. Jesus. And I guess That's that was, yeah. well, for whatever reason, probably uh, presumably trying to conceal identities anyway. And I don't even know. I couldn't find out like what was this crime about. Was it a robbery? Random. I, I don't know. I don't think. I think. If, I assume there was some kind of a robbery going on. There's nothing. Oh, okay. There's nothing yeah. about any kind of sexual assault. And, or maybe he. Oh hell! I don't even want to guess. Yeah. <laughs> Are you there, Ben? All right. Well, it looks like we have lost some connection here. So we'll see what happens here in the meantime. So I'll fill some time until possibly audio comes back on for Mr. Ben Cromer. Um, that would be very sad. Um, so... At this point, I am hear me. Um, yeah, so um, at this point, I am not sure. We've been having a great time here on this podcast. We had um, a good almost half an hour of just no issues at all, but now it just comes by something in the ass here. Um, so at this point, um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's do it. Here's what we'll do. We're going to do a two-part podcast. We'll back after this break. Thank you. All right. We are back for, let's call it part two on, on this uh, podcast journey tonight. So, uh, Ben, we looked off at number two, I believe. Let's go over that one one more time because some, some of the audio may have been a little choppy at the end there. So, go over that number two one more time. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure exactly where I left off, but uh, it was a uh, lesbian. Yeah, lesbian. Yeah, that's the guy. Mitchell. About. Yeah. Uh, killed a grandmother, sat her granddaughter next to her for a 30 to 40 mile car ride, then killed the granddaughter. Oh, sentenced fine. sentenced to death 2003 for yeah, murder, carjacking, resulting in murder. Mm. Was this locally or is this somewhere else? Was it somewhere? No, it was Arizona. Oh, okay, Arizona. There you go. All right, so he was sentenced to death. Now, who's number three on the list here? Let's see. All right, Uh, number three. Let's see. All right. Well, I'll do it not chronologically. I'll just do a short one. Sure. Alfred, Alfred Bourgeois, uh, says he physically and emotionally tortured his two-year-old daughter. Mm. 
All right. Looks like we may have lost some audio here. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a damn shame this happened again. Um, let's see. Shall we do? You know what I'll do? Is we'll wait and we'll see what happens here. Because, um, hello? Yeah. Can you hear anything? I can hear you now. Yep. Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh. Yeah. Terrific. <laughs> what a shame but you know you were saying about uh um the third guy and all that okay well two-year-old daughter uh fell up five feet from his mm. car yeah. i yeah. guess which i don't know something like that almost happened with my dad that our, our child tried to jump out the window or something and he had to like grab it by the tail and pull it back in but that's not what happened here actually <laughs> that was just a story yeah uh, in reality uh, the coroner was probably pretty easily determined that the child had been sexually molested and beaten to death and it also says emotionally tortured and i don't i don't really know how you how that works with a two-year-old, but right. there aren't that many details, kind of unsurprisingly. I don't think anyone else really wants to think about it much either. Well, so he was... Hmm? Oh, what, I was going to say that, like, what makes you do that to your own child? Like, you know? It's, it's just... Uh, it's, I, I assume it was being loud. That's being, my best guess. Being loud, yeah. Too loud. That does not completely or really explain the whole thing at all. That's just I guess I don't know. Right, I hear you. All right. I know loud kids are annoying. Yeah. No, I think Alfred had some other mm-hmm. stuff going on, and yeah. But anyway, he's going to be around till January thirteenth, apparently. Oh, see the new year at least. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we lost some more audio. This is fantastic. Um, we're just gonna wait. And see what happens when Ben comes back. Um, so, I mean, this is a nice day for a podcast and a nice day for improv. Now, uh, it's a joke. I like, I like, hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure what the issue is here, but uh, yeah. Um, I think we're on the, I was, I was just saying that the guy will fake, the guy will see the new year, I think, January 13th. We'll see twenty twenty for a couple of days or a few a couple of weeks anyway. Almost two weeks. Almost yep. two weeks. Yeah. Let's. Hmm. All right. Well, I got two left, so I'll save them for. Oh wait, no. Am I going to go through the whole thing? You just go the. Well, mine will take mine will take a while to get through, so just just do your two. I think will be fine. Then I'll do mine to end the show here. All right. That sounds fine. Yeah. All right. So the uh, the 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 guy in the middle of the pack, as far as the execution dates, uh, Wesley Ira Perky. He's the only one that actually was able to find a podcast episode about. Oh, I think it was on the Minds of Madness. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so that was helpful. There you go. So he's. A little bit more like our, our classical serial killer uh, kidnapped, raped, and murdered a 16-year-old girl, took her back to his house. Uh, after killing her, he 
dismembered, burned, dumped cool. body in a pond. Wow, that sounds yeah. Oh yeah. So we lost some more audio. Um I don't know what the fuck is going on here. But uh hopefully we get some uh him back on here soon. I'm sure you're gonna hear me and um you know brings me to a joke here. You know, why did the shrimp not share his lunch? Well, because he was shellfish. That's a very poor joke, but I do apologize. All right, I think you're back on here, Ben. I think I hear I can hear hear you now. Okay. So that was a mystery for a while, and yep. that her mother was strut, and <laughs> I think probably everyone that knew her, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I think they found her body, so they knew what happened to her. But it was a mystery who'd killed her. Mm. So, and that was in Ohio. Well, anyway, there were some stretches. I think nine, yeah, nine months later, he murdered a eighty-year-old woman with a claw hammer again. Oh wow! Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. I just did I say the girl was killed with a claw hammer? That was the eighty-year-old woman. Yeah. All right, so something else with the girl, probably strangulation. But anyway, kills the old lady with a claw hammer, gets caught. Uh, he's also, you know, in the middle of carousing with uh, hookers and smoking crack with them. So, oh, he's classy, anyway, classy guy. Well, yeah, he had a troubled childhood. I'll, more yeah. about that later. All right. So he gets caught for that, and he goes to prison, and he does not like the and he's in so the idea to confess to this other murder he did previously of the 16 year old girl and I don't know he thinks he's just going to get a prison transfer out of that but he actually (laughs) ends up getting a death penalty so yeah (laughs) and that's kind of cool except then he gets then there's this moratorium on the death penalty and yeah kind of off the hook for that so he, he does get the prison transfer he wanted right but then he well anyway so this end of the moratorium kind of messed things up for him but he's also he's he is the only one of these five that uh there there are uh, objections to to his execution because of um, mental Mental, no, no, no. Well, he's got dementia apparently, which has its own ethical issues. If he can't remember the reason he's being executed, so there's that. But the the specific complaint that his lawyer has is that the jury in his trial for this 16 year old did not, or maybe perhaps the 16 year old and the 80 year old. No, it was the 16 year old because that's when he got the death penalty. They did not hear about his traumatic childhood, and she. Her theory is that if they had, then they might have been uh, more forgiving and not have given them the uh, death penalty. This is, uh, it's kind of like a reach, if you ask me. I don't know, but well, you know. it might be. I mean, I could, I could definitely see you're making that case, and maybe it would work. But I, I feel like if the the jury of the foreman or the the foreman of the jury were here, he'd say, Nah, nah, nah. We figured you had a shitty childhood. Yeah. We fact- Oh, still death penalty, right. but according to the lawyer, via 
uh, perky here. This was, and especially, and perhaps uh, incredibly or not credibly, abusive childhood. Apparently, raped by mom, raped by dad. Oh, raped by priests. Also, oh, raped by priests. everyone's getting in on this action. Catholic, so, I guess, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, it m- might be true. Might not be. Yeah. But either way, he's scheduled his uh, execution scheduled for December thirteenth, and he has mm. apparently since he, these guys are all out of appeals, their yeah. only recourse is to appeal to Donald Trump oh. to for a <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's <laughs> I. I be interested if he like tweets a response he's like uh you're fired oh snap sorry i didn't mean to i assume it would be lol yeah gf lol yeah yes i imagine it yeah anyway uh the mother of the 16 year old girl which does it give her name here it ought to boy (laughs) it's not detailed i probably should have just written stuff down myself but uh (laughs) Or written down what episode of yeah the, the madness it was, but anyway, the the mother says she'll be overjoyed when this the shadow is off her life. I'm paraphrasing, but right. Sure. So yeah, the whole thing with these with these death penalty cases, it's kind of reasonable to think, hey, what's the point? You know, they're in jail; they're not going to be doing anything to anyone anymore. Yeah. So that's probably my only reasoning, which is. I don't know if it's good or not, but you know, if it uh, makes the mom overjoyed, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, hear you. I don't know how expensive that poison is, but right. I, I, I think it's probably worth it. Yeah. Okay, last one. All right. It's Dustin Lee Honkin. Hmm, Honkin. Lee Honkin, Dustin. There you go. Uh, that the name is hilarious. It is. Yeah. <laughs> And this guy, kind of a very extremely, at least the, the small number of pictures I've seen, a very nerdy white guy look, just <laughs> kind of geeky, rec- receding hairline. Oh, okay. Just kind of goofy looking guy. Yeah. And have a very evil grin on his face in these pictures. Hmm. Yeah. Surprisingly, he's apparently a, a little bit of a hardcore gangster. What? Uh, yeah. Well, I figure. If if you kill people that are scheduled to testify you in court, that that qualifies. Oh snap! Okay. On the first season of The Wire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy this guy did that pretty wow. pretty brutally. Wow. Uh, too many yeah too many planned to testify him did not didn't show up and then a <laughs> uh, single working mom and her ten year old daughter and her six year old daughter were also killed. The, oh. the Girls were killed because they uh, were what related to this guy. Yeah, it, just because they were they they had something to do with this other person, this guy that was going to testify against Honkin in court. Mm-hmm. So wow. killed, and it's f- fairly convoluted. But yeah, the the whole how it all went down. But yeah, so he's going to go away January fifteenth. He gets around the longest, I guess, longest time to be alive. I'd say he was a drug uh, dealer. fifteenth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what he was. That was his his business. I don't know. You just 
You wouldn't guess it looking at him, but this was in like uh, what state was it? Oh, was I? Northern Good old District boy of Iowa. Iowa. So, wow, there you go. Too right. I might have thought you talked for, yeah, for a minute there. Had maybe it was yeah, um, like the, like a good, good been old clean cut yeah. white boy, you know. <laughs> well, is he yeah, clean cut maybe. Oh right. I don't know what he looks like now. You know, they in prison pretty oh, badly. Like, this was back in two thousand four that he got okay. convicted. Yep. So, and that pretty much. All right. Well, is the end of that. Wow, so rest in peace to all you guys who are pieces of shit. Got it. We got that one in the bag. For sure. Um, Well, I I feel like there's going to be some kind of uh, legal objection. They're going to come up with something. I don't know. I'm surprised I haven't heard anything about it yet. And there's, there's, there's... Besides the, yeah. the the issue with yeah. Wesley, Ira well, Perky, like anything to throw out or to uh, to put out there well, to possibly stall. My question here is that since all five are out of their you know out of their um, appeals, what would cause someone to like try to stop these from happening anyway? I'm sure they're scratching their heads trying to figure that out right now because right now they yeah. don't really have anything except for uh, <laughs> an appeal <laughs> to Trump. That's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. My goodness gracious. Balls of fire. Well, that was a fantastic um, overview of those of those five and uh, see what goes down from there, it looks like. See what they do end up, you know, getting the, uh, the little axe, you know. But, yeah. It looks like it. Every every article, most of them were uh, negative yeah. and unhappy with the whole thing, but uh, they were all pretty abstract. They they never talked about the individual criminals yeah. or the individual crimes. It was all just uh, statistically blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, I, I absolutely feel like better to take oh, on a for, case, for case sure. Basis. I mean, before we go on to the next our, our last one here uh, for me. Um, the South Africa. Before I get to that, though, I mean, death penalty, I mean, I don't mind it. I don't really care for it, but, you know, I don't really care either way, though, you know? It's just like, if you did something bad, horrible, then you should die for it, you know? If not, then I'm in prison. It's a matter of me. I, I, don't, I can care less stuff for it, actually. So. I f- well, I'm sort of uh, yeah, don't, just, yeah, just don't parole about, them don't parole life without parole is fine with me you know I don't care about death you know I don't really care about that but... well, a lot of the objection is uh, that the oh, innocent people yeah. end up on death row no but that... these guys aren't them so no need to worry about that great yeah alright well let's move on to our last event of the night hopefully we don't lose any audio from here until the end of this podcast that'd be fantastic for my Tourette's indeed my Tourette's Whoa. indeed. I don't have Tourette's, but you know, my massive swearing. Um, so we have Moses. I'll, I'll think, I think it's called Sithole. S I T H O L E. He was the ABC killer. What? Wow, that came to be was ABC killer. Mur- oh, I was. Yeah, I was good. What's that? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, How do they pro- pronounce it in the documentary? Because I, I hate his name. Really, I do. It was Sithole, I think it was. I, I call him Shithole, but uh, I don't know. That's just... Well, that's that's how it reads. It's only one letter away, and it's <laughs> annoying. Did you watch it'd the be, it'd be... No, oh, okay. but I saw his name. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so why it's called the ABC Murders is because um, is because they began in he began in uh, at Ridgeville, mostly just an NA. Uh, then he went to Baxburg and finished in. Cleveland, not Ohio, but a suburb of Johannesburg, South Africa. So that's why it's called ABC Murders. Um, Moses Sithole. All right. So on September 17th of 1999, 12 miles east of Johannesburg, a woman's woman's bodies that have been um, decomposed in all forms have been found so we're off to a great start here. Are you are you there with us? Oh shit! Damn it! All right. Well, um, we will wait and see if Ben can get back on the line and see if he can hear me. He probably can. Um, so at this point, we're gonna wait and see what happens here. I'm sure he'll be back here shortly. Um, you know, I do apologize. You know, this has just been a heck. Hello. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I lost you there somewhere. Did you hear what I was saying the whole time? Uh, yes. Oh. I, yeah, I can <laughs> always right. hear um, you. So, just your thoughts on the beginning. We thought there are ten bodies found in one one area. So start off. So, no, just in one. Area. <laughs> And the location. A location. Well, uh, let's see. That's, I yes. guess, uh, an auspicious start. Um, yeah. And then police. Oh, Wait. yeah. You, you go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, this what is year is this? I need, what era? Is, is the this part is that 90, going on or not? That's the only thing I know about South Africa. So, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Exa- well, Mandela is about to be the president of, of, of the country. Come, come yeah, he's, he's going to be. Okay. Uh, he'll be freedom. Happy that yeah, right. gets, goes wrong for this whole thing. That'll, that comes later, actually. Uh, that could, yeah, just think about that for a minute. Um, for a few minutes, actually. It's coming later. But uh, the police have been searching for over a year for this man. Well, that's fantastic. Um, in, in addition, 30 more bodies were found in nearby fields, all black women ages 19 to 43, and all were strangled with clothing, bras, and stockings, and various other garments you can think of as well. So he has a 3-0. Yes. Yes. Is that 40 total? That were found. There's more to come later on as well. Um, well, wow. that was. I saw the number thirty-eight. Now they can charge him with. But what he was convicted there's of. More than thirty-eight, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. This guy is a sick fuck. Wow. Was, okay. I mean, he's still alive, but um, that's a spoiler alert, I guess. But um, the first, the first body was found on July 6, ninety-four, 
um, they would find the body every two weeks and then once a week and then two every week. So it's like it just keeps coming and coming and coming and coming, you know, just a, a continuous aggression, I guess, or smugness, you know, of them doing this. Yeah, it's oh, a pretty sure. steady it's escalation like, okay, there. Um, now, they found DNA, but no strong leads. But investigators went through old newspaper clippings and found a story about a missing woman under suspicious circumstances. And they decided to question co-workers of the missing woman. And one of them remembered a man offering her a job just days before she disappeared. So basically, his whole scheme is he would go to people like an employment office or whatever, or somewhere, you know, and offer them jobs, high paying jobs, and just woods and so forth like that. So that's how he, he is charming. He's a charming guy, you know, smooth. Yeah, we'll get to more of that later yeah. on as well. But um, that caused checked um, with the other family members from other victims, the same kind of story. And one said he remembered his name because, well, he gave it to her. And his, <laughs> his name was Mo. Shithole or shithole. We'll call we will call him shithole from here on out. Now, so what do you think about that? So he tells the his name. He plans to murder. What do you think? Why he would be giving that up so soon? Well, I mean, he's planning to murder. Would you so, tell, like, why would you like if you were was going to plan a lot of murders? You know, why would you tell? A coworker of theirs, their your name. So if the cops came back, say, "Oh, who do this?" Oh, I know this guy. It was this guy? Why wouldn't you get your, your real name? I don't know. He's got he's got some yeah, of that Ted Bundy confidence. That's, that's maybe good pull. There. Good pull. Um, now they checked his previous convictions. It was rape, and so he kind of just escalated from there um now the cops <laughs> the uh their, you know their cops shows the families and co-workers a picture him instantly and then they went to pick him up at his home but hmm, he left a few weeks before leaving wife and daughter behind so he was married with a, with a daughter Wow, and they don't. Yeah, usually when they usually when they have uh, identified them, that's right. that's pretty much it for these serial killers. But I sense there's going to be a yeah, bunch it's, more. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy story, though. This guy's smart, though. This guy's pretty smart. He got away for, for a long time. Um, you know, the the police put his picture out all over across the country on the all across the news stations, media, all that. And on October 18th, 95, he was arrested after a tip from his brother-in-law. 
we will get to that later as well because the doc mm-hmm. goes out of order a, a few times. So I don't know why they do that, but it, it, we'll get to that later as well. How that happened? How 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 it you know how it transpired? Um, now he was suspected of killing thirty-seven women and one child. Now he killed a woman, um, a mother. And so her infant child was there. So he's like, okay, I'll kill you too. So that's what it, they said. And it was, um, yes, it, it does. Not the child, but, or don't do both actually. Um, but he has different than of, of us, I guess, you know, we have uh, souls and so forth. Now, a fellow prisoner had secretly videotaped um, Moses and he said he felt betrayed by woman his whole life mm. yes yeah, one of those one of those mm. one of those things what triggered his you know what triggered all this you know we'll get to that as well but yeah your thoughts on that yeah yeah pretty, pretty typical it's kind of mm-hmm. I don't know disappointing it's just like Really, all yeah. this just because that yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pretty yawn. Much. And uh, Mr. Schnell was uh, the youngest of four children born in 1967. And as a youth, he was abused by his alcoholic uh, mom and abused by his sister. And at age six, so getting a, his, his father, father died at age six. It's yeah. when he was six. Yeah, so he's been abused by his mom okay. and his sister, and his father died. So he's having a lot of shit going on, a lot of shit happening early in his life. Now, um, Mr. Shithole went from youth home to youth home, aka or aka orphanages, yeah. mm-hmm. and he escaped at age eight, eight years old, to get back to his mom, alcoholic mother, but uh, there was no joyous. Um, reunion because his mom said go back to the orphanage so he he she did not want him back um which is sad actually but um yes maybe it's better for him wow. to get back better for him yeah, actually to go back to a better place you know um and age 11 uh he was sent to another home early in the, his early teens he escaped and hitchhiked 300 miles to live with his older brother. Yeah, so he went away. So he's now out of the foster care, I guess, at the time. I'm not sure what you call it. Orphanages, all that stuff. But I was with his, his brother now, um, 300 miles away from, from there. And he trained as an amateur boxer. And he was very intelligent, but had distaste. distaste this I don't know how to say the word, but whatever. Distaste for a woman. In 1987, he attacked his girlfriend's sister. Um, he raped her, and she escaped and never went to the cops to, for fear of her life. So this is before. This is before all the killings and all this stuff happened. This is yeah. I gotta see another picture of this guy. Yeah. The one picture that I, I see of him, he's just so goofy looking. I cannot. If you Google his name, there's me. one like 
like a just a real mean shot of him too. Yeah, it's okay because he's got a big old smile on his face. He's just too. I mean, a little bit crazy looking. <laughs> mostly. Just yeah, looking, exactly. You know, one picture. And um, Johannesburg, nineteen eighty-seven. He assaulted another another woman. He uh, she escaped. Um, then his was these are all rape victims obviously um was his girlfriend's sister another girlfriend a new girl a new girlfriend and her sis and his uh, her sister and he lured her away and said if you don't submit i will pour gasoline on you and burn you to burn you down do they because they do that down there insane yeah they do oh yeah tires and stuff yeah, it's uh, what's it? Uh, ah, well, never mind. I yeah. assume it, he's not going to be doing that. But mm, yeah, that's, it was that's insane. In the burning. Yeah. Um, but he did um, until she lost consciousness, and then when she woke up, he told her this: that he would kill her if he if she told the authorities. So she kept quiet. Um, and then mm. he committed more rapes. This lady. This lady Doris, who was offered a job, got raped. Got raped um, in the woods, and when she escaped three months later, she spotted him in downtown Johannesburg, and she called the police, and he was arrested and sentenced to seven years in prison for the the rape for her rape. And uh, fellow mm. inmates would rape him um in jail mm. and he was released in 93 and he moved in with this chick Martha he met in prison in which she visited like a friend or family member so he, they like i guess met somehow and I like be a like boyfriend girlfriend now apparently and any shocking development, mm. her family did not approve of this situation. How dare well, they? It just doesn't seem that the relationship no. has much potential. He's in jail for rape, and well, what happens to this to this woman that uh, fell in get, love with him? I think going to get into some of that. I think um, I'm not sure. I forgot, um, but we'll read our, my notes here. Um, now, they weren't legally married, but considered married. And he began fixing cars as a mechanic with her brother, starting a new life. All right, well, yeah, that pans out. Della was elected president, and for the first time in in African Americans were free to travel across the country. Well, Africans, anyhow. Africans, yes. Yeah. African Americans. Well, it said African Americans. Um, well, maybe I just. It, that was probably an error. My, my, might be my typo. I, I have a lot of typos, as you can tell, probably, um, <laughs> when I write these notes down. But uh, yeah, probably Africans, I guess. That might be a better thing to say there. But. Um, after, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Black South that makes sense. Um, let's, we'll say Africa. Let's go. Let's go with that. Um, 
But uh, after a few months, he stopped fixing cars and he unemployed black women. And as I was saying earlier in, the, in this podcast, uh, his first victim was 19-year-old Maria. And when they found her body, they found carved into her leg was this. I am not fighting with you. Uh, fighting you will you will stay here until you understand how the hell is that carved you know? into a leg yeah that's like what, did, that's what he did i guess he carved something into her leg and that's what it said and <laughs> i guess like the whole he showed, leg. showed a little picture of it is a pretty it was small print though but they can read it and so i don't know Got, it's pretty, right, it's pretty good stuff. Documentary. It's a good documentary. It's a good document. 45 minutes long. Um, and he thought himself as a god. Like, how, you know, he was not as a god. He thought he was god. Um, and he was so smug yeah. that two days earlier, police would remove bodies from the field. Then he would kill and put bodies back in the same spot. Your thoughts on that? Huh. I guess this is in 1995, yeah. 6. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Uh, I don't know. It seems like they could have been you you know, watching that area. How many bodies are they cutting um, off at like a time anyway? Two. Like as I said before, it was like it was like uh, once a week. That was like twice a week, and that was like one one or two times a, a day. So it was. I'm just trying to picture if well, I don't know if this is like a, a populated area well, or this is like in the field. Like so it's way like out there on a little path. But there are there's a path though. So not really, not really there's a path. There is tons and tons of like tall grass and all that sort of thing. It's, it's, a, it's a place where you can't hear anyone scream, basically. So it's isolated. Yep, pretty much. Like space. Yeah. And um, right. he, would, he would taunt family members um, of his victims. He called a grandma of a victim and said, you are walking on the grave of Monica. It now is. That's really extra mean. I mean, they don't usually yeah. go that far sometimes, but that's yeah, th- this really guy twisting was like, the knife. Like, um, of, basically with their him? own clothes. I mean, he like rapes them, strangles with their oh, with, with their bras and strangles you know, the stockings. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah, and uh, December fifth, ninety four, his wife at the time had it before he got into jail and all that um had a daughter they didn't even know he was the killer and then he went on his killing spree and the black woman i guess that's much that's good to say but the woman the black woman south africa were were getting smart and moses shithole had to think of more sophisticated reasons on how to get these women so Oh, yeah, I meant like to ask, what, what job is he like offering them? Paying, 
job. They weren't saying like what they were, but later on, he later on, I'll get to more stuff. Actually, it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. You'll you'll like you love this scheme that he had planned here. So here we go. Here it is. Actually, here it is. So his new scheme now is this. So he created a fake organization called Youth. Um, damn it! What did I type here? Oh shit! Um, youth of youth of something uh youth of africa i think it was called well i tell you we're reading your own typing O-N-S-O, so um not really a word um but it's uh, it was a youth hmm. program that um human abuse suppo- supposed to reunite kids with their parents so it's like oh yeah let's have a nice little you know outreach and to pay him money for this and all this stuff so he had that going for him and um he out for people to apply so to, to apply and then he met with a photographer and told him he needed to find a group home and he found one called kids haven this is just as true shit man and um uh, and so he met this woman um, and offered her a job, accepted the job, um, and they went, to, which is actually a common thing that in this doc it goes to the train all the time. Um, and uh, so they went together on the train station, and she was never heard from again. And that disappearance led police to Moses' shithole. As referenced earlier in the article, police came across. So that came, you know, in this pocket. And then August of 95, he had killed 20 women at this time. And on August 15th, he met Trefina, the woman who had gone missing. He strangled her and killed her. And she's and she was one of the first 10 bodies they found referenced earlier as well. And uh, now this one is now, this is where his smugness gets the better of him coming up here. This is a fantastic stuff here. So October 2nd of nine, the phone rang in the newsroom um, and a woman answered the phone and the man called himself Joseph and said, I am the man you are looking for. Over the next few days, he would call again and have lengthy conversations with this woman, because he trusted this woman, I guess, for some reason. So your thoughts on this tactic? Oh, for fuck's sakes. Oh. All right, well, um, I will now talk to myself for a minute. I think, because I think we lost Ben here, or I lost Ben. Uh, let's see. Um, it is 12, 11 a.m., so it is Saturday. Um, Huskies play tomorrow um, against Cal Bears. I think uh, Huskies are going to get that job done, maybe like a 41 to 10, 13 victory. Eason goes off for a good chunk of yardage there. Um, well, we'll see here.
All right. Well, maybe we lost Ben, um, but I'll just keep going here. Oh, you are here. Okay. Um, so I'm... I was, I sure you heard me the whole time talking, probably the whole time, probably. Um, I can't tell. Does it indicate when I'm here and when I'm not? Well, when I, I, mean, is, well, is when it... I say like, hello, like, like I have a feeling that you aren't going to say. Well, well, you said we've lost Ben before well, I even had a chance like, to say I anything. Because like, I an- I asked a question and I they hear you hear you answer, so I I I just assumed that you weren't there. So, yeah. But mm. my question was, um, what did you think of his tactic of calling this reporter and talking to her and maybe saying like he is the killer they're trying, trying to find and all this stuff to start out off a baseline here? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel very <laughs> unstuck in time. Yeah. Like, is, this, is this the beginning of the story? Um, is it the end of the story? It's getting to the Has end. Been it's getting already? to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure the reporter felt pretty lucky. That's like oh, yeah. making her job super it easy. Better. It's, it's fantastic. So um, he told her he was killing out of rage from the injustice he had suffered from being jailed for rape. He described great detail of his murders. And she called the police and gave him all her transcripts from the police. But the police were not sure if it was really him. So he called again and she wanted him to prove he was serial killer and so (laughs) he definitely did this so um he told her there was a woman police uh, sorry there there was a woman police officer um have not they have not found yet oh sorry the woman they have not found yet i'm sorry woman has not been he killed um and it wasn't a recent it wasn't a recent murder and gave um uh, they gave they gave how the body was left and location where it was so they went to the place and it was right there and she was skeleton all bones at this point they found the body hello oh fuck all right well keep on going here in the story so they described a body of fresh body hanging from the tree, from a tree. And he had been calling from a payphone. And when the money was about to run out, the reporter asked for to call him back. And, you know, he gave it to him him to her and on this call the police were were with with her her, her, with her listening in and so he was by a near by a by nearby train station and police had gone find it but nope he is on the run now October 13th, 95, 
his photo appeared all over the country and he called again and he's mad that she broke his trust how dare him unfortunately ben i can't i know you're not there so the moment for me so i do apologize you're talking right now i that is a shame um now he called his brother to get in law brother in law to get a gun and he told him he would help but then he called the police under so then the undercover police was in an area that Moses shithole ran and the chase was on now a cop shot him in the abdomen and on the leg so the female detective spoke with him to get him aroused and he was bragging about his crimes oh all right we're back for part three here i apologize uh, i'm not sure happened but um so ben welcome back to the podcast fixed um, I mean, for for this part, I mean, for this three part we've done that is actually going pretty well, at least. I, I yeah. guess it's it's all on a spectrum. <laughs> exactly. So, I know you heard me talk for a while. Um, leading up to to this last home stretch of this uh of this case here. Yeah, he's uh, doing something close to a train station and something with his brother-in-law and. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other thing? Um, well, basically, he's calling in, telling the reporter that like there's a fresh body here, his old body. Oh, killed. doing his, his zodiac thing, or oh no, his BTK thing. Yeah, right. He gives him the phone number to get back to him at. Well, yeah, because like yeah, so yeah, as I was saying like earlier, like he's at, he's at a payphone, his money's about to run out, and they and she asks him, "Can I give you the number?" Blah blah, got a number. Then after that, please come and he's gone. He is gone. You know. Um, all right. So as I was going to leave off here, um, so he called his brother to get a brother-in-law to get a gun, and he told him he would help him. But then he called the police. Then the undercover policeman was in the area, and Moses shithole ran, and the chase was on, and the cop shot him. Are you still there? Yes. Okay, good, making sure. All right. And then the female detective spoke with him to get him aroused. And he was bragging. He's getting and he was bragging about his crimes and he said he did he did it to he he did it to teach them a lesson. And um he received uh numerous death threats. He was mm. he was Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you kill like 38, um, that could have an issue with people having in jail for killing you in jail for doing that. And know. so October 21st of 1996, he was charged to murders and 40 and 40 rapes mm. and D- DNA evidence 
linked him to the murders, but most damning evidence was the jailhouse secret video recording by the inmate from earlier. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. The guy, the inmate, was able to sneak a camera in. Yeah. Help with the officials. Yep. Um, I, I don't even, yeah, it's kind of uh, awesome. I don't usually, I don't credit the, the, jail, the jailhouse niche word that much but if they have a videotape like oh okay well yeah pretty much pretty Pretty much and then um finally a couple things here finally here the death penalty abolished in south africa at that time at the time so that was off the table what you're doing yep however on december 5th of 97 sentenced to 2000 410 years in prison no chance of parole Mm. and he had AIDS and got treatment but his wife and child had AIDS and didn't uh, make make it because they didn't have enough money for the treatment so they died well also it's AIDS so they're they're, yeah yeah, I don't think there was a treatment yeah but should have given him 2,000 years but with parole after 1,000 years oh that the Chance ideal. Of Chance of after a thousand years on the planet. Um, but he is still alive. He's 54 years old today and he's still with kicking. AIDS? Yeah. <laughs> he's, wow. he's still alive, man. He's still alive all these years later. What's his secret? I don't know. He's got that the Magic Johnson thing? Mattress full of money? Well, that was his Magic, HIV, though. Magic has HIV, the virus. Like, he's He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Moses um, has full blown AIDS. I, or at least that's how I imagine it. Well, that's what I. Well, well, yeah. I'm not sure how he's lived this long, but you know, more power to him, I guess. You know, just clean living. Clean living on, on that jail food. What's with the biblical names? He, he said his name was Joseph when he talked to the reporter. Uh, yeah. He grew up in a, a Christian yeah. school or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like I am Joseph the Carpenter, the the father of Jesus. Yeah, I think yeah. Well, I I was picturing Old Testament, but yeah. Either way, yeah, man. Um, well, it's been a great time. Um, well, it's been fun actually trying to get this podcast over for the last three hours, and that's been fantastic. But uh, we we got it done, and hopefully it turns out well. If not, you know, I'll try better next time. You know, well, but, many parts, many many people on death row. Many, yeah, people in death row. Many probable uh, edits needed. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And uh, hopefully you enjoy this podcast. And uh, hopefully we'll do a better one next time. But, well, at least we know your Anchor app does work at least on your new phone, at least. It does work at least. Uh, well, I, I don't know if I'd call it working. I mean, it's functional. I mean, at, at points. At points, Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it's like if you're on an airplane ride, you don't want the airplane to work half the time. Yeah, well, I think also it might work 100% of the time. Oh, I know. Well, it could be an issue with Anchor also because my friend Joe had the same issue with his phone a couple of days ago too. Same problem. So, it might be just an issue with Anchor too. So, I feel like yeah. my internet's not going 100% at the moment. Oh, though. is it your Wi-Fi issue probably too with the with the audio probably? I don't know. Maybe. Well, well, who do you have for, who's your internet provider? Is it Comcast? Yeah, Sigh. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't have Comcast. I don't deal with them. But uh, <laughs> that's another issue of other other day. But um, thanks for coming on the podcast. Wait, it's twelve, almost twelve thirty a.m. on a Saturday morning, I guess. All right. Well, Seahawks play tomorrow. Go Seahawks. Well, I guess they play tomorrow because it's going Sunday tomorrow. Yeah. So go Hawks, baby. Yes. All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys. I'll talk to you later, though. Thanks All for coming right. on the podcast, though. Thank you. Bye-bye. See ya.